0: hello and welcome to glow and tell i'm laura and i'm karina and we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty we want to welcome you back to the show i know last week we took a week off we were recording with other guests and we just kind of needed a break so welcome back This week's episode, we are not really going to talk about beauty. We will later on, but first, we want to take some personality... tests and quizzes. And I've been hearing a lot about the Enneagram, and I just listened to the latest Forever 35 episode. And there is an author on there who talks about the four tendencies. So we're going to talk about those two, we're going to share our results. And then we're also going to go into the Myers-Briggs type personality test, which is something that I'm more familiar with. And I feel like has I have the biggest, like, relationship to that kind of test. Mm-hmm. And I think we can really dive deep into that one. And then in today's Double Take, we are going to share our August favorites and fails for the month of August. I can't believe it's already... September yeah literally the the year is almost we have three more months yeah you guys are going to be listening to this on September 1st wow happy Labor Day by the way yes happy Labor Day everybody enjoy your long weekend if you have one holiday I I work in retail so what's a long weekend I don't know but I get paid to not be at work today so I'm pretty happy about that nice okay so let's get into it hello Karina hi Laura how was the week it was great. <laughs> By the way, we had already recorded like a huge chunk of this portion and then it got permanently deleted or corrupted. So cool. We do not have our first impressions of learning each other's Enneagram types, but <laughs> so, let's get into it. Right. So I know nothing about an Enneagram. I know there's lots of blogs, Instagrams, people that like really enjoy researching this. hmm um, so, what I personally know about an Enneagram is that it's a test designed to find one of nine personality types that fits you the most. Yes. And, I do know nothing else beyond that. So, yeah. like, people are really, like, into it, um, and they are, like, very, like, interested, like, oh, what's your Enneagram? I'm like, uh. What's your type? Like, I don't know. So, we took a test. And mm-hmm. we're going to share our findings. So the Enneagram type that I have received, this is Laura. I am a type one. And. Absolutely. Absolutely a number type one. Number type. I'm a type one. And it is known as the rational idealistic idealistic type, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'd say so. Okay, so it says one on here, type one in brief, they are conscientious and ethical, with a strong sense of right and wrong, always striving to improve things and afraid of making a mistake. Well organized, orderly, and fastidious, they try to maintain high standards, but can slip into being critical and perfectionistic. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 100% me. So basic fear of being corrupt or evil, basic desire is being good and to have integrity, And the key motivations is uh, you want to be right and strive (laughs) higher and improve everything and be consistent with their ideals. (laughs) I 100% agree with this. I feel like I am a little bit more rigid in that kind of personality when I'm at work and when I'm performing and like doing my job. The job (laughs) I do requires like I think it's perfect for me because I have to be super organized. I have to be... Uh, logistical, rational, effective, efficient. And I try to do my job really well because it is a very like large, like behind the scenes job, but it helps the department run smoothly. Right. Um, but with that comes, I have super high expectations. Like I do a lot of work and I expect, a lot of work to also be done. And so when people do not meet those standards, I do get very frustrated. And it's hard for me to understand that people sometimes don't have the same concept of time, the same concept of, you know, what is done a correct way, like what could be done better. I feel like I just see minute details that can be tweaked or changed. Um, So it's hard for me. And I'm very... I'll be honest, sometimes it's not easy to work with me because I have a very strict high standard of what should be done, how, and why, and when, and, like, and if it's not done that way, I can get very, like, get out of my way, like, let me just do it. Yeah, um, so, yeah, so I've been in meetings, uh, with Laura present, and it's kind of hilarious because they'll turn to Laura, and like, okay, Laura, any notes? And Laura's like, well, guys... This is not okay. No, it's not. <laughs> Things have... St- we have standards. I think the way you talk to the colleagues, I think, is kind of hilarious because you're kind of just like, guys, I can't be your babysitter. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I don't... And I don't want to be. I expect... No. I expect hard work in return for my, you know, hard work. Yeah. And we'll talk about this when we go into love languages, which I hope we can touch on because I do also love to know what your love language is. Mm. I expect the same amount of output that I get in or I put into my job and so when those are not met or they're to a standard that is not in my opinion mm-hmm. the correct or most like clear path yeah then it it very much like sends a wrench in my gears or it just like I don't know it frustrates but me but do you let it affect your whole day it doesn't affect my whole day but I I sometimes feel like, oh, there's another thing I'm going to have to do. Yeah, because, because I need to like couldn't do it. Or they didn't do it correctly. Right. And so, and then I kind of have this feeling of like, oh, I need to go and fix that now. And that makes more work for me. That's also why I kind of hate group projects. Hated them. Yep. There was always that one jock who was just like, literally did nothing and just... Cruise cruised by. on yep. by and I was just like you know what everybody get out of my way I'll do it because <laughs> y'all are not going to do it right and we're going to get an A if I do it okay so just like move out of th- and that's also hard because you're putting the work on yourself exactly I yeah. totally <laughs> do it to myself and I love to train people but if somebody is trying to help me with my job I often don't accept the help because I already have a system in place and I know what, I'm in a flow and I don't want that flow to be disrupted. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing with me. Like, I am also very task and operations oriented, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, like, I love being behind the scenes. Like, I will gladly take a back seat to mm-hmm. get the important stuff done if somebody wants to be the face of something and the right. mouth of something. That is totally fine with me. Sure. Because I love just very, like, I love details. I love that as well. But our personalities are very different, <laughs> even though a lot of people think, think we're the same person. No, no we're, we're definitely twins. different. Yeah, we are definitely different. Um, So I took my test. Yeah. And Laura's going to crack up again because the first bullet it point. It is so funny. <laughs> the first bullet point on it was kind of hilarious. Let me look. So I took my test and um, I am an Enneagram type five so this is called the investigator (laughs) so the intense cerebral type so perceptive, innovative, secretive and isolated oh that's funny (laughs) type five in brief Uh, fives are alert, insightful, and curious they're able to concentrate and focus on developing complex ideas and skills independent, innovative, and inventive they can also become preoccupied with their thoughts and imaginary constructs (laughs) shut up (laughs) So, so yeah, our, my mom loves to think that I still live in La La Land, even though I'm 30 years old. And? Just because I loved Disney movies and princesses and King Arthur and, and Harry, Harry Potter, Potter. shush, um, doesn't mean I live in a fantasy world. I think you like an escape of reality in the oh. mind. Oh, yeah. Like, you're very much a daydreamer. I am a very intense daydreamer. Oh, like, really? I will see things in my mind's eye and just completely, like, shut out the world. And just, like, blank. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's why sometimes if I'm watching something on TV and I get something like my partner talking to me from the couch, I have to ask what, because I cannot focus. Oh no, same. I can't focus on the narrative that's being shown on the television. Right. And then to hear just a voice in my ear, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I was paying attention to the thing I'm watching. Like I have to like turn my head and look at you and <laughs> concentrate on that because I won't be able to take my, my head out of that space right. of like the narrative that I was like engrossed in so previously. Like yeah Steve previously. just said a lot to me and I'm like I'm trying to watch this like, <laughs> let me watch even though it's like a rerun like yeah. I need to pay attention um it's so funny they become ta- they become detached yet high strung and intense. I, I would not say I'm high strung though. No you're not high I'm very chill and I don't let emotions take over me and a lot of people would agree with that. <laughs> um, so my basic fear is being useless, helpless, or incapable. Okay. Basic desire is to be capable and competent. Um, I am an Enneagram 5 with a 6 wing, which is another big thing about Enneagrams, which I have, I'm a type 5 with a 6, ty- like a 6 tendencies, if that makes sense. I don't know what that means. Um, I want to possess knowledge to understand the environment, to have everything figured out as a way of defending the self from threats from the environment. Interesting. So let's look at the type five. Oh, yep. This is so right. Five (laughs) spend a lot of time observing and contemplating. Yes, definitely. uh, Taking notes on the... What? Okay, no. Taking notes on the activities in an anthill in their backyard. Mm, No. Um, (laughs) As they immerse themselves in their observations, they begin to internalize their knowledge and gain a feeling of self-confidence. Yes, I do love just gaining knowledge about certain things. Like, even as a child, I read a lot. Yeah. And I don't read physical books as much anymore, but that doesn't mean I don't listen to audiobooks. Um, But again, the books I listen to are very much rooted in fiction. Like, I don't think I've ever listened or read an actual nonfiction book in the last 12 years since high school. So you prefer... I prefer fiction. Not re- yeah, okay. Yeah, I prefer... Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. Um, I mean, guys, the last books I listened to were the entire Game of Thrones series thus far, <laughs> and now I'm listening to Jane Eyre. I mean... Oh, my God. I have... I'm my type to a T. Yes. Like, I love imagination. I love, like, aesthetically pleasing things. I love (laughs) full You like a period novel, a romance, a historical fiction. Yes, I do. I mean I do too. I really love it. I like I prefer fiction because it is an escape of reality. Even if it's something that is based in something that is could be real, like not historical or like fantasy or sci fi. Well and I also I do to like to think that I am a very like smart person but I know a lot of random trivia. Yeah. Because I read a lot as a kid. Well and you do read a lot. Like you seek out news and information and Yes. You know. so, yeah. I seek out news. I seek out information. I try to be informed. Um, I, Obviously that's always a work in progress I think for everybody is mm-hmm. being more informed about the world around us. Yeah. But yeah I think that's it's very much my type. I think that is correct. So I am like, I can seem very withdrawn, <laughs> but that's because I enjoy you have, like, being with internal dialogue happening. I enjoy my time alone mm-hmm. and I'm okay with not having very many close friends. Same. I don't, I'm a very like internalized person. I mm-hmm. do keep a lot of my feelings to myself and some people would think that's like a detriment, but I don't overly emote, like, I, when people get really upset or overly enthusiastic (laughs) around me, it, like, kind of, like, weirds me out. Like, what is going on? So that makes me a little uncomfortable when people expect me to
1: so the same, yes. Reciprocate that emotion?
0: I can't. <laughs> Neither can I. And people think I'm cold and aloof, but to yeah. me, it makes me uncomfortable. I just, I'm not a very overly emotive person. Right. I So that does make me seem like I'm a very, like, like, not like I'm a, like, a, I have a resting bitch face, obviously, but, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be sitting on the couch watching something, and my partner looks over, and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, you just look sad all of a sudden. I was like no that's my face You're like, I'm just thinking that Harry Potter is over and I it mean, has been for a while shush. Hey. I'm just thinking when serious Black died. <laughs> yeah Wait, I remember coming shut up <laughs> don't you dare I'm telling the story so Karina is such a Harry Potter oh, fan shush. she would go to like the midnight readings wouldn't you I went to one. Oh, it was okay. for the last book okay thank you very sure much. all right I'll give you that I remember when <laughs> whatever was it the fifth book when Sirius dies, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Um, yes. Okay, so the fifth <laughs> book. I think I like got home from either work or school. Oh my God! And Karina is like weeping on the <laughs> couch, and I'm like, what? Happened? Or was it when Dumbledore died? No, it was Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory? Oh my God! All right, be All right. Okay, and then you're gonna like. I think people would think I'm even weirder for <laughs> crying over somebody that doesn't exist. It's sad. It's because this shut up because <laughs> the then the fantasy is like done
1: especially yes. when like
0: a like a series like a uh, like a TV or a book series like is done you kind of feel like robbed of that like imagination I mean, again people do get Very like emotional. sort of depressed about it like yeah. because these characters that you've you've been with like I've Again, Harry Potter is very close to my heart because I grew up with it, literally, and was 18 when the last book came out, and I was, as soon as I closed that book, I started bawling. Yeah, it was, It was, like, a very emotional experience for me, which is, (laughs) again, I don't have very many super These emotional like, experiences if yeah, that makes sense yeah but like those people in those books like those characters were like people that you knew basically yes and people would think i weird because they're not real but i know they're not oh, real man, you would have been a really fun person at like a comic-con i'm so glad you're not i mean like you no. would be you would See, be into that if you were into it i'm but i'm not that's it's the like thing. too much for you i can't handle like being out and proud about the weird shit I like. <laughs> to me, it's like, it's like, You're guys, it's like, like, too okay. much. It like, is too much. Keeping that private. Like, I like to read things. I don't need to like <laughs> shout it out wearing like robes and a... <laughs> I was going to say a, a wizard stick. <laughs> <laughs> What's a, a wand? W- a wizard <laughs> stick? Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so I think I am a, very much a type five. My mom was going to crack up when she hears this. This is 100% Karina. Yeah. And I'm I am a little bit of a... Yeah, and you guys, okay, for context, uh, we have an older sister, Tara. She is very, very type A, probably very much type 1. So she's very ambitious, hardworking, doesn't take shit from nobody, (laughs) and always very opinionated. Not afraid to share her opinions. Right. Laura, kind (laughs) of the same. Just, yeah, Laura doesn't take shit from anybody, um again she's an extroverted introvert like so like me we don't we don't have a bunch of friends like laura and my partner like the people i hang out with (laughs) like literally and that is absolutely fine with me yeah i really yeah i also feel the same i have I think a few more friends than you do but (laughs) than the two (laughs) but we're all this we're all very similar personality types where it's like We don't need to spend all day and all night with each other. We like to go to bed early. We do these self-care practices. Like, we love to feel like we're just, like, old ladies who like to keep in touch. And I am 100% fine with that. Yeah. And... So, I think the way I am the way I am is because we also have a mother who is very extroverted, very chatty, wants to be best friends with everybody, super emotional, very, (laughs) like, overly affectionate, not, like, in a bad way, but I think that is kind of why I became so opposite. Not even necessarily opposite, but... Much more quiet, observing type. I am not overly emotional. I Mm -hmm. do not let my emotions take over me. Um, I... I think I don't think I bottle them up either because I think you just internally I'm not in some kind of like turmoil, turmoil or like some anger about some issue. You're in just the past. content. I don't let things really get to me. I never hold a grudge. Neither, yeah, neither because do I. it takes too much effort. Yeah, I don't, it, yeah, don't it's care. It's just too much. I don't. I don't need to stress about other people. Right. The okay. only people I stress about are me and my boyfriend. Like that's and that's how it should me, be. Me, myself, and I. Okay. That's all I got in the end. That's what I found out. <laughs> There ain't no need to cry. I wonder what Beyonce is. He's probably a type one, too. I mean. Okay. So those are our Enneagrams. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about our four tendencies. Yes. Which is a new one that I've personally never heard of until yesterday. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. So the next personality test that we took is going to be something I've never actually heard about until yesterday, and this is going to be called the Four Tendencies. So this is uh, created by Gretchen Rubin, and there are four different types of tendencies that we all kind of gear towards. So the four are Upholders, Questioners, Obligers, and Rebels. So just a quick rundown. So upholders respond readily to outer and inner expectations. Questioners question all expectations. So they'll meet an expectation if they think it makes sense. Essentially, they make all expectations into inner expectations. Obligers meet outer expectations but struggle to meet expectations they impose on themselves. And then rebels resist all expectations, outer and inner alike. So Laura, I'm going to guess what you are, (laughs) and I know you know what I am, because you just know me so well. So I think... So basically what this means is is these are reactions to, say... Like, okay, so we listened to Forever 35 and they had this author, Gretchen Rubin, on and she was talking about the four tendencies. And one of the examples that comes up time and time again is like working out. So like somebody that was on a team sport back in high school can no longer work out on their own. And so those people would be obligers because... They have outer expectations with their teams and their coaches, and they can do it if somebody else is holding them accountable, Mm -hmm. but when it's just them, they find it very difficult to complete a task. So it's all about these outer voices and these inner voices telling you what you could do and what you can do, and how these people tend to react to different situations. Right. Okay, so Laura, I'm going to guess that you are an upholder. No. Are you a questioner? I'm a questioner. Okay. I was going to think one of the two. I think, Karina, you're an obliger. Absolutely. <laughs> totally an Okay, obliger. so But apparently that's about... like, um, apparently that's most of the population. That, and I kind of thought that was surprising to me. When she said that most of, the majority of men and women could be known as obligers. So they prefer outer accountability. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so... So let's talk it's about you first. So you are a questioner. I am a questioner. So I think, and this ties into all of the other personality tests that I have taken. Um, so a questioner, let's see, I'm going to look this up real quick. A questioner questions all expectations and they respond to an expectation only if they conclude that it makes sense. Mm-hmm. In essence, it has to meet their inner expectations from. Need to react like it has to meet my criteria of whether or not it's number one, worth it, makes sense, is practical. Like, I totally, yeah, am 100% this type. Yeah, that's um, so it says they, okay, it says they're motivated by reason, logic, and fairness. (laughs) They wake up and think what needs to get done today and why. So prioritizing is big with me. Yeah. I'm a big list maker and I tend to prioritize things by, number one, like, sense of urgency. So, like, what needs to get done now? Like, Mm -hmm. and, and then later on it's, like, what I can do in 10 minutes. Like, what I can just get done and check off the list really quickly. Yeah. So, um, this is so funny to me. It cracks me up. So when somebody is making a request of a questioner, you have to justify it. (laughs) Like, you have to tell me the reasons why. Why why you think it would be a good idea. Yeah. Why it makes sense for, in the bigger picture. In the bigger picture. Yeah. So I have worked at jobs where people have asked me to do something, and it literally was 20 steps too difficult, and, like, and I'm a big pusher back. Like, if something doesn't make sense, and I feel like it could be done a better way, I will let you know. Yeah. Because I am all about, like efficiency the, the quickest route from a to b but the the quickest but not the not just the quickest the but efficient. the most effective right the but the quality too and quality yes 100 yes. um <laughs> so it says at times oh here we go oh no here we go
1: <laughs> i don't know why these things <laughs> what, is like, this, what is this giggle they
0: really make me laugh so Be sure to include plenty of justification when asking something of a questioner. Mm -hmm. So arguments such as everyone has to do this, or you said you'd do this, or because I say so, or I'm the doctor aren't compelling to a questioner. Yeah, 100%. Just because you say something needs to get done doesn't mean it should be done. Yeah, you do get, I think it's kind of hilarious. Because I push you, back. You do give a lot of pushback, especially for people higher up than you. You're like, no, I'm not going to do that. It doesn't make any sense. It, why would I do that? Because it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And there's a reason why it doesn't. I can tell you a lot of reasons why it doesn't. <laughs> but when people don't give me any evidence or backup to something. Yeah. I'm just like, mm-hmm. no. No. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really not going to do it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. I just don't... I don't have... It's just my personality. That is just how because you don't I live in the world. It's because I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, you don't want to waste your time. I have things to do. Like, this is the thing I say at work. I have things to do. I don't want to waste my time with little things that could be done by other people very quickly. Yeah. If it's low on my totem pole, I'm probably not going to get to it. Like, yeah. I'm just being upfront. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's say, ironically, many questioners dislike being questioned. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. They consider their actions carefully, so they find it tiresome to explain or to be asked to justify (laughs) their decisions. Shock Yeah, you know why? The audacity. (laughs) Because I've already gone through the steps in my head of, like, why this would make sense for whatever I'm doing. Mm. So, in my head, all of that work's already being done, but then people just think I'm just putting off like a one sentence response I'm like oh no 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 I've already thought this through like I know it's gonna work and this is gonna she piece. has the receipts in her mind I the receipts are up here in my <laughs> head um anyway so uh, yeah that is definitely me I am a questioner also shout out to Dori Shafrir who was also a questioner and I was not surprised to learn that hmm. um Karina yes you I am an obliger and I'm obliger Um, Yeah, the whole workout scenario was so spot on. I have, it's very hard for me to have a new habit and it's just, I don't know, (laughs) it is very difficult for me without outside influence. At work, somebody asks me to do something and they need a deadline, I will absolutely make that deadline for sure. Right. At home, I'm like, oh, I should probably do this workout and I can barely get my freaking foot off the And ground. then you're like, I'm going to just go take a nap. Instead. Seriously. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is it willpower? It's just, if it's for myself, it's not that important. But yeah. if others are counting on me, absolutely. Because yeah, you, deme- others, you want to be counted on more from others and you want to be. Um, I don't know how to word it, but like you like to feel like you can be counted on to others but you're not so it's not so important to you mm-hmm. to do it for yourself wow this is hilarious um so people <laughs> i'm reading from the site um so it's it's from Gretchen Rubin's site so it's called um Let's just see. People that lean toward the obliger tendency are keenly accountable to others. They eagerly meet the deadline at work, host Thanksgiving dinner for the extended family, and attend the after-hours meeting. However, obligers (laughs) struggle to hold themselves accountable for desires and expectations they have for themselves, like keeping to a committed exercise schedule, (laughs) taking an online class, or eating healthier meals. Obligers can take time for others, but they can't seem to take time for themselves, which I think does make sense and also does not because on my days off, you better believe I'm not doing anything but stuff that for me. like mm-hmm. I can Because work you're five- not in, in a work setting. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, the good news for obligers is that they can easily remedy the struggle to meet inner expectations mm-hmm. by creating outer accountability. Once obligers understand that they need outer accountability to meet their own expectations, they can easily create their personal accountability structures. So... Which sucks because if I want to be held accountable for things like an exercise situation, I really don't want to go to a gym and have a trainer tell me what to do. Well, you can go to a class, like a dance class. I feel like you would be more into that. Yeah, more more of a group setting rather than a one-to-one. Or an individual, like just on your own. Yeah, I think that would, because I mean, if I was gonna be like in a dance class, or you know how they have like orange theory, yeah, where it's like everybody in the class needs to keep up, right? I would be huffing and puffing in order to not be like the one that's yeah in the back, like slagging. right? Slacking, slacking, sure. sure. <laughs> um, okay. and it was just, I don't know, I, I. I very much am an obliger. Like, you think- I meet deadlines, like, I'm quick, I am efficient in meeting deadlines, getting things done at work, mm-hmm. because other people count on me to do it. Sure, yeah. Because if I, like, in, my, you new, in yeah. my new position, like, if I don't get things done, it kind of will be almost like a waterfall effect, where just something happens, and then things get delayed, and things get delayed, and more things happen. Right. It's just, it could be a waterfall effect, like, mm-hmm. I don't want it to happen, or snowball effect, excuse me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, at work, absolutely, because a lot of other people count on me. But for me, yeah, I mean, I'm a diabetic. I never have the greatest blood sugars, but for some reason, I can't stop shoving food in my mouth. I don't know. (laughs) It's just making new habits for me is very difficult. I don't find them difficult for me, but I also, you know what it is? I find it hard when I tell other people about a new habit I'm forming to stick to it. I almost have the opposite effect. Yeah. It kind of, like, makes it lose steam. Because I feel like, oh... You're like the cat's out of the bag. Like I'm trying this new thing, and now I'm just like, oh, forget about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it kind of it happens. Like well, and that. then some people ask, "Oh, how's that thing going?" I'm like, like oh, "I quit months ago." Yeah, that didn't happen. Oh, remember that time I said I was going to not drink alcohol for a month? Yeah. Immediately, I was like, "I'm going to have a glass of wine." Guess who's drinking a bottle of rosé right now? <sighs> Laura. No, and so when <laughs> I keep things to myself and I just want to do them and I don't tell anybody about them, I feel like it works out better in my favor. Okay, yeah, that, could, you, that could be true. Do you think your boyfriend is an obliger? Oh, also? absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we both are. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've always said to each other, uh, mind you, <laughs> next month we will have been together for eight years. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how many times we've said this to each other, but, oh yeah, we should go take a walk and like, get more <laughs> <her> exercise. Yeah. <laughs> No, never (laughs) happened. You know what it is? Literally never happened. So on the podcast on Forever 35, she was saying that like the person closest to you, like your partner cannot be your accountability partner because you guys are too close to one another that they basically are your inner monologue. Yes. So 100%. But I don't know if we're ever going to actually going to find somebody to be that outer accountability. I I can take a walk with you guys. (laughs) (laughs) With Just us? Okay. That's fine. I can listen to my AirPods. But I'm also close to you. We're twins. I know, but we have different I am a different like personality type. You have a different tendency. Yeah. Um, my husband is definitely an obliger, I think. Yeah, you're definitely like the the dominating side in this relationship. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so would he, I think. You know what? I think a lot of women would say that about their relationships. They're like, he likes to think he is, but I definitely am. I don't think I'm dominating. I think we're both kind of even-keeled. You think? I think so. No, you're not dominating. I don't think no, so. No, not at all. Like, I never... I definitely I never... I have such a hard time asking people to do things for me. Oh, hell no. Well... <laughs> it depends on what it is. <laughs> I have you a have hard, hard time... Yeah, I do have a hard time asking for people to do things for me because I'm so used to just getting stuff done myself. Uh-huh. But if I'm really in a bind, it, it gives me anxiety. Like, if I need, like... Like help with like bills or something for like the month or the week or whatever, I'm like oh I literally leave it to like the last minute. I'm like I'm gonna be a little bit short. Can you help me? And I'm like I hate asking for things like that because it does say that it to me it says that I am incompetent and I do not like being incompetent. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, that okay. makes more sense. All right. So yeah, so you are a questioner and I'm an obliger. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, we're two for two right now, or me, at least, yeah. Okay, well, let's take a break, and we will come back with our Myers-Briggs type. All right, guys, welcome back. So we're going to talk about the final test that we've taken, and this is kind of like the powerhouse personality quiz mm-hmm. that has, I mean, it's been around for a very long time and I pretty much guarantee that everyone has taken this at some point in their lifetime, like yeah. whether it be in some high school guidance class, yeah, <laughs> um, in some psychology course in college. I mean, it's a very useful type of test yeah. because it does get very, very specific. Very specific. Um, it's a very long quiz. Usually there's about like at least 40 to like 80 questions. Yeah, um, But this is going to be the Myers-Briggs, is it Myers-Briggs or Myers-Briggs? Myers-Briggs Type Indicator Test. All right, Laura, so can you just give us a quick rundown of what um, the different personality types talk about? Yeah, so the MBTI, for short, talks about 16 different personality types, and they are split into four different categories. So, when you take your test, you get spit out a four-letter kind of code basically for your Mm -hmm. personality type so the first letters can either be an e or an i so extroverted or introverted then the next two the next letters could either be an s or an n so the way you take in information is either a sensing s or intuitive n and then the third letter is how you make decisions is by thinking t or feeling f And then the last one is how you deal with the world by judging J or perceiving P. So you take this long test, you can find it online, it's everywhere. I actually took this test when I was taking classes to become a business minor. There was a whole class dedicated of how to work with other people, and it was all about taking personality tests to understand how people work, how they prefer to work, um, and how they respond to certain things. So it was a super helpful class and understanding other types of people. I think that is so helpful, especially yeah. for, it's, it's helpful so for helpful. leadership positions to, because you don't want a boss, you want a leader. Right. And it's very important to treat employees the way they want to be treated, yep. um, because not everybody works the same way. And not everybody likes to do the same things. And I feel really fortunate in my job where the manager that I had at the time saw the qualities that I liked and she kind of shifted me to the position I have now because it suits my personality and the way I like to work so much better than being somebody who works in retail talking to customers. Like, yeah. I don't flourish that way. Yeah. I mean, I do the same. I, I feel like we, like, as work types, like, yeah. we are very similar, like, yeah. probably the same. Whereas you're a little bit more outspoken about when things <laughs> don't go your way. <laughs> But, yeah, I I believe we both have a really great work ethic and we do get things done and prefer to be behind the scenes, like, getting the operational piece of that. Yeah. And working and, like, making it run smoothly. 100%. So, so let's talk about our personality types. I have taken this test probably five times over the years and it has been the same since (laughs) college. Yep. Since I first take, I took it back probably back in like 2010, I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I am an ISTJ, and so that means introverted, sensing, thinking, and judging. Mm-hmm. So as you can probably tell, <laughs> I am a logical, facts-based, not really emotion-driven person. I like to feel that I have a lot of information and that actions are justifiable, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not doing something just for, like, an arbitrary need or use. Mm -hmm. If something is arbitrary or I can't find a reason for something, I won't do it, or I give a lot of pushback as to why I shouldn't do this particular thing. Um, So I'm going to just go over, like, the best website I've found is called 16 Personalities. You can easily find it. It's all free, and they break, break it down into, like, a type of person, so according to their website an istj is known as the logistician and i'll just read off a few strengths and weaknesses so strengths for a logistician aka me <laughs> honest and direct um yeah. i do not lie i can be very upfront and blunt with my feelings because i prefer honesty over everything um, I have met some people in my life who have been pathological liars and they literally run counter to everything I believe in. And I do not have the time of day for liars. <laughs> I don't understand them. I think everything that they say and do, be- and I know that it is a lie, is so beyond the scope of reason for me. Like, I just don't understand how people can live their lives like that. And It we, takes a lot of hard work to, like, live it, that way. Exactly. It's, it's exhausting it's to like try and keep job. up a facade. It's like, why wouldn't you just be honest with somebody? Yeah. Like, I do not play mind games. I don't have it in... Like, I literally don't know how to do it. I'm a horrible liar. I can't do it. And it and especially, like... Oh, especially in makeup. Like, if somebody says, like... <sighs> I don't know. There's a lot of instances (laughs) where people ask for my opinion and it's so hard for me to just be like, it looks great. Like I can't, I can't do it. I would prefer. I want honesty. You know what? Like I have no problem directing customers to some other brand because I know I don't have what they're looking for or in the store in general, I know we don't have what they're looking for. Mm. I want them to find what they they want and if it's not here, I won't be like, oh, it's not here, and not give them any other kind yeah, of I help, yeah. I would direct them to another place. And in my life, like, if, if friends ask me for advice or my opinion or whatever it is, I'm going to be upfront with you. Like, this is how I see things, and this is how I feel about them, and that's my opinion. Like, I would never lie to somebody about... Something like I just don't do. I don't know how to do it. I think it's totally counterproductive and counterintuitive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really would much prefer people to be direct and honest with me as well because there is no time in life to just <laughs> make shit up or like try to make
1: yourself I don't know. feel better,
0: right, or lift yourself up by telling a it's totally crazy. a totally unlike. Right, it's, it's all, not, there's no a purpose. lie. a lie that you can pick apart in yes, like seconds so, it is yeah. crazy to me i have met pathological liars dude they're crazy like i can't i cannot deal with them okay another <laughs> strength and uh, strength for an istj would be strong- willed and dutiful so um basically they're saying you work hard and stay focused on your goals and you're determined and logistician personality types meet their obligations period i would totally agree with that mm-hmm. um i do have a really strong sense of purpose and like service. Uh, I think I'm a very hard worker and I like to do things for others. That's Mm -hmm. one of my love languages is acts of service to give and to receive. I feel like I put out a lot and I don't, I don't know, like I just want to do a lot. And so I do tend to like not overwork myself, but like put a lot on my plate. And so mentally that can kind of hurt me sometimes where I feel like I'm doing and doing and doing and not receiving the same amount of input back from other people. And I, but that is a, that is a making of, like, my own mind, basically. I mean, but at least you recognize that you do it to yourself. A hundred percent. Some people are like, I don't know why I'm so stressed, but it's because. No, I know why I'm stressed. You you do (laughs) the things you do. I know why, I, yeah, I hundred percent know why. Yeah. Um, another strength would be very responsible. So. Mm -hmm. If anybody's listening from work, I hope you're, like, appreciating this right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, loyalty is a strong sentiment for my personality type, and they feel, fulfill duties to people and organizations they've committed themselves to. Yep, totally agree. I have a big sense of responsibility and, like, completing things. Oh, yeah. It, I cannot leave see things, things through. undone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you see things um, through. Calm and practical. Yes, every job I've worked at. Most people that have met me say I'm very calm, even-keeled, personality type. Yes. Practical, 100%. Like, if there's no purpose for it, why bother doing it? Like, <laughs> I don't see why we need to do things just to do them. I think there needs to be i per- – I'm very purpose-driven. So is your mantra, like, work smarter, not harder? Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And when people try to do all of this extra stuff, I'm like – but what, what is going to get you from point A to point B with the least amount of obstacle? Yeah, we're looking and, for a straight and line. choose that. Not like a squiggle. We're
1: right. looking for or, a straight line. Yeah,
0: it's like, don't do more than what is necessary. is necessary. If you can get it done quicker, but is still the same amount of quality, do that. I think a lot of people just don't realize that they could have it so much easier
1: Yeah, they do things a certain
0: way. I I just, I think, obviously, that's their personality type. But a lot of people just don't realize it could be easy until somebody else points it out. Yeah, totally. Which is you. Um, Another one is to create and enforce order. Oh boy, that is (laughs) the mantra: create and enforce order. I love. I probably should be a professional organizer. (laughs) I've gone to one of my (laughs) friends' homes and literally spent like twelve hours at her place. Decluttering, reorganizing, and then purchasing, like, storage and, you know, getting rid of stuff. I get a high from organized spaces. Mm -hmm. I I truly feel like an uncluttered space is an uncluttered mind. You know what? I love being super organized at work. (laughs) And at home. But at home, it's kind of just like another... I mean, I have the way I... I have the things that... I like at home the way yeah. that they are mm-hmm. but at work yeah it's a different story because other people are depending on me if that makes right. sense because other people are depending on me to make things make sense mm. yeah, yeah yeah so I can deal with my messy room if it's messy yeah. but if I'm in a messy workplace that throws Ugh. a lot more people off and I noticed that I do not get overwhelmed when I see a big challenge ahead of me. I know a lot of other people do. I know when my friend that I went to her house, she just didn't know where to start. And because she had accumulated all of this stuff, she kind of just shut down. And I, that I is... like that. I really prefer that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see it as this intimidating thing. I think it as a, like a fun project and challenge for me to do. So I love that kind of stuff. I love going into people's closets, or like tidying up and literally pulling it all out and then putting it all back together. And then when you see it, it's just like, ugh, like a breath of fresh air. was Marie Kondo like your wet dream? Yeah. (laughs) I love when she goes, I love mess. (laughs) I do too, Marie Kondo. Um, And then I'm reading that book, An Edited Life, by Anna Newton, who is also on YouTube. And I love it. Now that I keep a journal, like a diary or like a day planner... I kind of put a little tidying up, like task, for me to do every day, oh. whether it's like at home or at work. Um, so, at, and it's stuff that I can do literally in like less than five minutes. So it's easily digestible things that'll kind of like give my mind a little bit of ease because I know it's clean, right? And then the final uh, strength would be a jack of all trades. Um, it says logisticians are proud repositories of knowledge. And the emphasis is more on facts and statistics than concepts and principles. Um, Yeah. So I would agree with that. I think I can, I'm, I easily pick up information and processes Mm -hmm. and I can easily like spit them back out and tell somebody how to do it too. Like I'm very quick to like learn something new on the computer, like something, but somebody has to show me first. Yeah. And I I have to be shown visually. I'm the same way. I'm a visual learner, but... Oh, like, that's why I feel like I was such a good test taker is because I will write it, if I write it physically down, it's in my brain. It's totally, it's the act of writing it. It, like, cements it into your memory. Yes, yeah. and I would almost never have to study No, we do. I totally agree with you. And people are, like, crazy because I, I spent all day in the library. I'm like, I'm sorry, what I were would, you doing? I would fall asleep if I had to do that. Like, what were kind of... you, like, but what do you do? They just reread and reread you know what? and reread? We, we learned how it was, like, efficient for us. and like, that was a thing to do. Yeah, I mean, writing things <laughs> down once, I'm like, okay, got it. And I can remember it for years. Like, I'll be like, okay, it's fine. We're cool now. like. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I I do have traits like that for sure, um, but let's talk about me for a second. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. There's oh, like, we're still there's talking a few, about you. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few weaknesses that we can talk about. Oh, So we, yes. can, be, we can be real. Okay, go for it. Okay, so ISTJs. We can be stubborn, 100%. You are stubborn. I am stubborn because I think I'm right a lot of the time. <laughs> I will admit to that. I think the way that my brain thinks is like. The right way? Not necessarily the right way, but the most. Better than lo- others. The most logical way. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so when people are really loosey goosey about things, or like, yeah, I'll, i get to it when I get to it, I'm just like, oh my God, do it. <laughs> like, it's so. I'm very stubborn. Then you get like, give me a deadline. Give me a timeline. Tell me what I yeah, want. Yeah, so. Tell me when this will be yes, done. It needs to be measurable. <laughs> and I need you to be accountable. I think you have anxiety about not having concrete I have, answers. I have a problem with control. If yeah. I feel like I am out of control, aka depending on other people, I have a really hard time with that. You feel like you're lost in the sea. No, I just feel like Untethered. Will, yeah, I just don't know because I don't know when it's going to be done. Whereas if I do it, I know when it's going to be done. And so, like, that gives me peace. But then it stresses me out... Because I have all of these things that pile up on me. So so I just need to learn how to, like, let go and just trust that other people do it. And if it doesn't get done, that's not on me anymore. So, like, when I can pass off accountability to other people, it's kind of just like, okay, it'll get done so when they, you get it done. So if they F it up, it's on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I need to learn how to just, like, be chill with that. <laughs> the other one is being insensitive. Yeah, I would say... I'm- <laughs> I'm not insensitive. Not insensitive. But because I can be not, blunt, yeah, I could be blunt or honest and direct, it's sometimes hard for me to feel empathy. Empathy. I'm not a crazy person, but <laughs> I can see things like way back. You know what I mean? Like I'm not totally in it. You're very removed. From I'm a, a situ- I can be yeah. I can be easily removed from a situation. Yeah. We, it's hard for me. That's so funny me and my boss. It's were, a practice. We were actually just talking about this the other day me and my boss and I I <laughs> Again, I don't know if it comes with age. Yeah, I totally think this comes I with age. I think it comes with age, but I mean there's a lot of times where I've seen not I'm not just talking about my current job. But like just re- like Work in general, I feel like a lot of people try to use really like flimsy excuses to get out of the doing the things that they're supposed to do. I agree.
1: I don't, and I'm
0: not saying that like your emotions are a flimsy excuse, but a lot of the times I feel like I, if I'm having a quote unquote bad day, and guys, I don't really have bad days. That's good because I don't have drama in my life. You're also (laughs) medicated. I am also medicated. <laughs> Shit. I that mean, helps. there you go. But also, I mean, I don't have these, like, external stressors that are just weighing me down. And, you know, thankfully <laughs> I don't have depression. I do have a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. But I almost never feel like that's an excuse for me to not show up and do the job I was, I'm being paid to do. Mm. I feel like... I am so I I am held accountable to this external thing like because I'm an obliger right. that I feel horrible if I ever have to call out yeah because I'm sick I almost never call out because yeah. I'm sick if I have a little bit of a cough yeah so what like yeah, you know what I mean work. yeah <laughs> I'm sorry but some people I think do it just to get pity points and I'm not here for it okay. and I, I'm not I'm not trying to like poo poo the fact that people do have like you know, emotional, like... And that, like, people have legitimate reasons yeah, to do what they have, do, but people I People have legitimate that. reasons, it is frustrating but then sometimes. the way that they express that, oh, I'm just not coming in. Like, it's kind of a weak experience. It's It just seems like, well, then, okay. Like... Yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to be. That could be a rebel, known as the, in the four tendencies, people that just like don't follow any type of rule. They're just like living on their own. But or then people are like, "Oh, my stomach hurts. I want to go home." Like, and I'm like, "Are you a baby?" But like, your stomach are you hurting okay? was like a reason to get out of PE and not work. Yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. And again, I keep saying I'm not trying to be not. I'm not trying to be like non-sympathetic, but you can be non. It's okay. But. I am going to completely judge that if people don't feel good, I'm sorry, but you do not want money? Like, do Do you not want to show up? Like, it's, guys, it's not hard to slap a smile on your face. Like, again, my boss says this, choose your attitude. You can be having a shitty day, but you can choose, You you can, you can slap a smile on your face if you want and fake it. Like, I am great at faking it. I don't want to talk to people all day long, but I do because people expect me to. Right. Um, let's take a quick break and let's get into Karina's Myers-Briggs type. Okay. Let's do it. Karina, yes. let's talk about your Myers-Briggs type personality. Yes, let's get to it. <laughs> um, So I have taken this test again many times too. Mm-hmm. And I almost always come up with the same one. Yesterday was a different story though. I was very confused by my results. So I'm going to stick with what I've been getting. Yeah, I would too. And that would make me an INFP. And so that would be intuitive. No, oh, Excuse me, introverted, introverted, intuitive, feeling, and perceptive.
1: Mm-hmm. And that
0: on 16 personalities would call me a mediator. Okay. So let's uh, do a little mediator rundown. So mediators um, can be perceived as calm, reserved, or even shy, Mm -hmm. but we have an inner flame and passion that can truly shine. (laughs) Comprising just 4% of the population, the risk of feeling misunderstood is unfortunately high for the mediator personality type. (gasps) But when they feel, when they find like-minded people to spend their time with, the harmony they feel will be a fountain of joy and inspiration. <laughs> um, yes. Again, I do feel like I can be misunderstood as cold and aloof, but that's just because I don't overly emote. I well, am not super emotionally expressive. Yeah, but you're, and you're also, you're thinking of other things. A lot and, of the time. Yeah. And it's not like I'm not having a good time. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm kind of just in my head. Yeah. I'm in my head having a good time, but my face doesn't express that. Yeah. And you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> what really grinds <laughs> it's your gears? When ears. people tell you to smile and you're like, there's nothing to smile about here. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm thinking about when I can clock off and have a glass of wine. Yeah. Much. Or, like, it takes a lot of effort to smile. Does anybody know, does anybody understand this? I hate when people tell you that. I'm like, I'm fine. Or they be like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm totally fine. I get that all the time. I get that all the time. And you know what? It only happens to women. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so let's see. So we're kind of part of the diplomat group uh for the personality types and we're guided by our principles rather than by logic um and excitement or practicality which makes sense yeah when deciding how to move forward they will look to honor beauty morality and virtue mm. mediators are led by the purity of their intent not rewards or punishments <sighs> is that true i don't know um <laughs> People who share the mediator personality type are proud of this quality, and rightly so, but not everyone understands the drive behind these feelings, and it can lead to isolation. Hmm. Interesting. You're like a quiet little owl. You just, like, observe. I love, I've, oh, yeah. But then you can, you can, like, swoop in when you need to. Yes. Is that true? So when (laughs) I was a kid, yeah, I mean, I, I'm so, like, I have a really good intuition as to how people are feeling. Like, I know Mm. what's going on without any words being spoken. You can kind of, you can easily read I read body language. I can, yeah. I'm very intuitive that way just because I I was a very shy child. So I would spend most of my time just watching and absorbing. Right. So I'm a pretty good Mm -hmm. judge of character. I kind of know how people are... Feeling in their body language at that moment, mm-hmm. like I can tell if something tense is happening, just the way that people are. Yeah. So I'm totally. a very intuitive person. Um, I would say I'm empathetic, but at the same time, I can judge. Yeah, I am a very good perceiver of emotions. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like I can tell when something is about to go down. Um. <laughs> so. Fantasy, oh god, you're gonna laugh. Um, I'm again reading from the 16 personalities.com. Um, <laughs> fantasy worlds in particular fascinate mediators uh-huh. more than any other personality type. God damn it. But okay, so what is it about it being fantasy that is interesting? Is it because it is a, like it's so far fetched, like it is just beyond reality? Or is it that it is, it like, a fully imagined world? Like, when we talk about Harry Potter, is it because it's a fully imagined world from a real person that created it? Like, is that the appeal? Or is it because it is removed from reali- realistic things? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh-huh. So when I say fantasy, I don't mean just, like, oh, elves and fairies and all this bullshit. I think, like, the things I'm interested in... um, are like removed from where I am now, so okay. like the present, the re- like the real. Okay, I think it's just for some reason I think of like almost like a different time. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think my you, fantasies—you like, you like things the, that happened in the past, basically. Yes. So, like when I say like I like fiction, I am all about. Like medieval history historical fiction like i'm Mm -hmm. i'm like kind of an anglophile like i'm obsessed with like the king arthur legends and like king henry the eighth and his wives like i love that and i think it's also because it's the world that that's in was so different from what we were in growing up so sure. we're from Hawaii so my fantasy <laughs> okay think of it I mean some people just want but they don't have so right, right, right. we grew up on a tropical island with like palm trees and white sand beaches whereas my ideal place was like these lush green forests and rolling hills of like England like a cold like stone cottage yeah, and a yeah, castle yeah. like that's what it I wanted. It was like wanted. the complete opposite of what we were experiencing. Yes, absolutely. So that's like where my fantasies lie is mm-hmm. like something in what... Basically the opposite of what I had as a child. Mm-hmm. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, it, I mean, I am a very creative person and I love to create with my hands. And I feel like being a mediator does really speak to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would be a little idealistic, yes. Um. So I do... I think i am a pretty optimistic person so this guy says in the mediator's strengths would be um that i'm idealistic so mediators friends and loved ones will come to admire and depend on them for their optimism their unshaken belief that all people are inherently good perhaps simply misunderstood lends itself to an incredibly resilient attitude in the face of hardship yeah i think so i mean you think most people are good no (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so I think most people tend to be on the shitty side I think most people want to be good I don't think I'm pessimistic though I am optimistic about the world in general Uh I think I'm more optimistic about people and their personalities than the world at large if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So I have you put like, your trust in like a select few versus the majority. The majority, yes, yeah, for sure. Um, I am open-minded. I am very flexible. I'm a live and let live attitude. Yes, absolutely. I'm. I feel like I'm a very like even keeled, like chill person. And, and you it just like roll off your back. I don't let things get to me because mm. to me it it's too much effort to feel bad. I mean, yeah. I don't let others people's words affect me Mm -hmm. and they definitely used to when I was younger like I can still remember like times in like my childhood where some embarrassing situation happened to me (laughs) I still think about it I'm like oh god I cringe at that thought (laughs) but now I'm like who cares who cares yeah I think it's not that big of a deal and it comes with age I think the older you get the more um, less likely you're going to be putting up with other people's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's only the, really the people closest to you that you really care about their opinions and feelings about you. Everybody else is kind of just like white noise. Like mm-hmm. people that are like, I don't know. I, and when I talk about like social media and like trying to have this specific image and these face tunes and Photoshop, I'm just like, I don't care, dude. I really, I'm too tired to like, face, I don't care, because that's not, and also, I think that speaks to my personality type, I can't lie, so, like, yeah, yeah. photoshopping, and, like, that is insane to me, like, when you <laughs> look at, like, a Kardashian's stomach, like, if they're on, like, in a bikini, <laughs> look at their stomach, look at their belly button, like, there is no way, like, that's not it, real. it's a lie, it's all a lie, and I can see right through it, so I feel, like, it's so beyond, like, it's just a lie to me, so I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, um, so another bullet point for the mediators that we're passionate and energetic. <laughs> Are you energetic? I mean, no. Um, <laughs> you're like a little like, sloth. No, you're a cat. You're 100% a cat. It's my you're, Patronus. If you were an animal, you would be totally just a cat. Yeah, Obser- absolutely. Observant, quiet, mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. In your own head. Yeah. Sleepy. Yeah. Cozy. Slinky. Slinky. <laughs> Malleable. <laughs> sorry i mean absolutely lovable when you need to be guys i'm part of more my patronus is a cat what was mine i think mine was a white mare and i don't like horses so. <laughs> you weren't a horse girl that was inaccurate yeah um so i love this their shyness keeps them from the podium but they're the first to lend a helping hand. helping ham <laughs> yes <a> helping him <laughs> helping hand where it's needed yeah absolutely I prefer not being in the spotlight. Same. I prefer getting what needs to be done done. Yeah. Dedicated and hardworking. Yes, um yeah. while others focusing on the challenges of the moment may give up when the going gets tough again, just what we were talking about, <laughs> mediators have the benefit of their far-reaching vision to help them through. Yeah. Exactly. I just Yeah, I mean, it's for me I'm like just from I don't want to again, I hate the risk of being insensitive I don't want to be like suck it up but sometimes I just want to be like suck it up it's not hard and on a, and it's you have to think about it sort from of <sighs> a bigger picture little things in the long run of life like don't matter it's a bl- it's not worth it's not worth your time or energy to be, feel bad about something that is gone in a moment yeah yeah okay well what are the are these weaknesses weaknesses Ooh. too idealistic hmm. Mediators often take their idealism too far, setting themselves up for disappointment as, again and again, evil things happen in the world. Oh. Uh, Do you feel that way? Not, no, I don't think I'm a very idealistic person now because, again, getting old. Um, (laughs) We've seen a lot of, like, terrible things happen in our lifetime. In the world, not to us, but, like, in the world there's a lot of shitty things happen and a lot of it is because of, like, shitty people. Yeah, exactly. Um, too altruistic. Um, I, mediators sometimes see themselves as selfish. No, I see myself as selfish because I like being within myself, if that Mm. makes sense. Yeah. I I don't think it's a selfish thing to want things for yourself. Hell no. But if it's at the absolute detriment of others, yeah, obviously that is, that's being selfish. But. Taking care of yourself is not a selfish act. No, In fact, it's, it's selfless. Yeah, it, it's if funny. I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of others. Mm-hmm. For sure, RuPaul said it best. Exactly. Um <laughs> Take things personally. Mediators often take challenges and criticisms personally rather than as inspiration to reassess their hmm. positions. I mean, yes. I mean, there are some times where I'm like, yeah, I will rethink on certain events where maybe something somebody didn't like what i did or had a complaint or something about me which again is very rare um, <laughs> but i'll be like well what the heck did i do wrong like i you I, want I'm, feedback i do would like would you prefer feedback i like feedback uh-huh. yeah i mean i can take it like yeah. i'm not 12 years old anymore i'm not going to cry if somebody tells me something i do wrong right. um oh okay, this is great this last point is me to a tea. um <laughs> difficult to get to know mediators are private reserved and self-conscious this makes them notoriously difficult to really get to know and their need for these qualities contributes to the guilt they often feel for not giving more Hmm. of themselves to those they care about yes you know what and i feel like this is really good because we are twins Mm -hmm. people often think of us as like a pair or they're like oh my god like you guys are so alike but i really don't think we are We are like at work, like work stuff. Hmm. We could be very similar, whereas you're more outspoken, but we are both very hardworking, work ethically minded people. But I think at home we're very similar. We are, but I think internalized. Internalized, like internally we are different, obviously. But I think we get along really well because we're not the same. If I had to put up with me... The same person, I'd be like, God, like, <laughs> calm down. I, you know what I mean. I mean, <laughs> we're yin and we're yang. Like we complement I mean, each other. I kind of feel that... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I guess people would say I am a little bit difficult to get to know. I mean, even my partner is just like, I can't really read you, and it's, I, I don't express emotion, but it doesn't mean I'm bottling it up. Right. It's just. For it's just me, running right me, through, yeah. Yes. Honestly, things just run right off my back, yeah. and it doesn't affect me either which way. I mean, you know, we had like family situations when we were teenagers, mm-hmm. and I think people still expect me to feel some kind of anger, and yeah. I don't. I literally yeah. don't. Yeah. And I feel like that disappoints them that mm, I don't feel stronger. That you a don't feel way. stronger. No. I mean, you know. No, what I, I mean? totally get that. And I think that. I ca- I can't. I just don't, and people like seem to not believe me. I'm like, but I don't think I'm, the way yeah. you do. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine. Yeah, if you don't feel like that, that's fine too. Like, who cares? But also, I cannot hold on to anger. No, I don't. I, I don't. I either. don't hold a grudge. If no. I if I don't like you, then I just don't interact with you. Exactly. I just <laughs> stay away. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> interact. But it's not yeah. like out of like hate or like anger. It's yeah. just because I have better things to do and I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's a there's a time in everybody's life where they kind of have to figure out like the only person that you can truly trust 100% is yourself. The yeah. only person that you can honestly take care of is yourself. And so you mm-hmm. really, once you really know yourself, and I feel like this is the reason why I love these types of tests It just gives you a snapshot of, like, a little bit, like, of a mirror. So you're like, oh, yeah, that is kind of how I am. And you kind of reflect, like, yeah, I am a little bit stubborn. I am kind of, like, intense in some situations. And, like, how that is perceived by other people that think differently and do different things from you. Um, It's good. I think it's a good practice to kind of be, like, self-reflecting on, like, who you are and what you can do to be... Not better, but like, you know, well, not so rigid in the types of ways and thinking. But that you at are. the same time, it's just you know, if you've lived so long on this earth, I mean, you can't really change a person. Yes, people. If you think you can change someone, you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> I have met people in my life who think they can change a person, or, or they change gonna- them, or. quote unquote fix fix them, them. it is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. People do what they want to do for their own reasons, whether or not you agree or like them. And that is just the way the world works. Somebody is that they're their own person. Mm -hmm. And if they want to live their life a certain way, you have to accept it or you need to move on. Or you accept it and learn to live with it. Or yeah, I mean, But, not, it, like they're it's simple. Like people are who they are, and I don't, <laughs> I don't think you should have to mold yourself to fit in with them like no. a puzzle piece. I, I mean, know. if you click, you click, but if you don't, you can't force it. It's like if you're oil and water, it's never oil gonna and mix. water, and that's it's, t- wise, it's never gonna mix, and that's totally fine. Yeah, exactly. I think people, a lot of people find that they feel like failures when they can't fit in with certain other types of people. Yeah, and and yeah. it's not a failing on your personal no. level. It's just because you're different. people like that are different. Yeah, yeah, you're just different people. And it's, and you know what I mean? Like, everybody has people that will love them and, like, be in their same circle and, like, understand their personality types. Like, I know, like, me and Karina are, like, best friends because we understand each other and we don't expect things out of one another. We just let each other just be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we just let each other be sisters. We don't expect them to do these, like, wild and crazy things because it's not, (laughs) that's not our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I want my friends to be my friends. I don't want my friends to be my life coach. Like, I just want us to, like, hang out. have fun. I want to accept you the way that you are because me telling you to do something is only going to give me pushback. Like, yeah. I learned, where did I hear this? This is probably on another podcast. It's like when somebody tells you to do something, the only power you have in that situation is to say no, you know, Mm, saying yes is like giving in to their power. Right. So So that's where a lot of like, I kind of, I come across like people telling me to do certain things, choose different careers, do this type of thing, like find this passion. I'm like, No. I really, I want to do it for myself. Like that. Yeah. yeah, And that's hard for people to understand. Like you have to let people do things on their own time, in their own way, on their own terms. So I think these personality types are a nice little like mirror to like self-reflect. So I think on our, um, so we're going to post this on Monday. So today that you guys are listening into it and we're also going to post, um, should we post links to these different tests? Or give yeah, you a we way to take the test. I want to We know. are. So, I could talk about this forever, and we oh, probably already. This episode is probably already really, really, really long. I am fascinated to get to know people by their personality types and whether or not they agree with them. I love like digging into like why you feel the way you feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Super interesting. And you know what? It's hard. It's because a lot of people think I. <laughs> i'm just some kind of like heartless cold person and oh i get that a lot <laughs> and you know what and it's just, just fine <laughs> whatever i'm not i'm not heartless it's just i don't i feel uncomfortable expressing a lot of emotion it doesn't yeah i it doesn't, don't know yeah it doesn't mean you lack doesn't emotion. Mean, it doesn't mean i lack emotion it's just that i don't like to yeah sure i don't know it's fine Anyway, Karina, I accept you for who you are. (laughs) I hope you can accept me too, even though I can be a little bit overbearing. And I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I accept you too. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right, people, (laughs) we are going to wrap up. I think what we're going to do is do a mini episode on our August favorites because this episode is running so long. We want to save up for another episode. So thank you so much for listening. You can find us. On Instagram. We do a lot of content on there now. So, pictures, IGTV, Instagram stories. We are at Glow and Tell Podcast. You can also email us any suggestions, comments. If you want to share with us your personality types and you don't really want it to make it public on Instagram, you can email us at glowandtellpod at gmail.com and like us, subscribe us, rate, and review us. We are available on all podcasts platforms including google spotify stitcher basically everything basically whatever you're listening to this you can find us yeah exactly um tell your friends tell your mom tell your mom tell Tell your your mom's mom's friends friends, and we will catch you on our next episode thanks for so much for listening Bye. bye